Namaste. Welcome everyone to Satsang this morning. Beautiful rainy morning. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this today's Satsang because we haven't really been holding so many meetings uh, in recent days. So I'm sure you have something to share. And uh, oh, good, 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 good. You come, you come. Yeah. I really want to say uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, going today. You're leaving today? Yes. Okay. Good. And. Uh, through your pointings, I am here, and uh, so much. Um, what is why you call it pointing? Why we call it pointing? Because we can use the word teaching. I, I chose mostly to not use the word teaching, but pointing. What is the difference between teaching and pointing? Yes, so before. Um, no, what's the difference between the word teaching and pointing? Yes, yes, yes. Hmm? Uh, in teaching, there's somebody who will learn, and a pointing is uh, something that is just already here. <laughs> and, um, and that's true for you? Yes. So, teaching means that. Normally, sometimes when you have a class, someone teaching, I have nothing against teaching, by the way. We all learn in this way, classical way uh, of studying and learning. Usually, many people have a notebook and they learn something, they study and like this. Why we call it pointing here? Because I actually purposefully use the word pointing, because pointing means direct. Can I say again, so that we are all on the same page? Pointing means direct meaning that I don't have to give you a map. And so you go down there, you turn left, you go down the hill, you come up again, you go across, you go down some... No, I don't have to give you. Direct means uh, I can point it out, and you can say, Aha! Why pointing? means that it should be obvious. You follow? Like that? So not giving you a teaching, because teaching normally means you have to sit down and study, and ah, yes. That will happen also. Teaching happens also in satsang. Of course, it does. But I've been using more the word pointing, particularly for the sangha, who I am accustomed to seeing more often, because I have rightly or wrongly assumed that you are mature enough to get direct pointing. 
I want a glass of water. How? Drink. That's pointing, isn't it? Not disappointing, but pointing directly mean like this. So the teachings, so to speak, have been refined to a pointing. It means that when I speak of this, then something can recognize the truth which I'm pointing to. And if you recognize the truth, because you say truth is what you came for, it means that somehow it has been grasped. The difference between the pointing to truth and the teaching about the truth is that yes, you said it also um, for teaching, and a student is required to learn something, to remember something, and so on. That also is a part of satsang. But I am hoping that I can speak to you in such a direct way that I can say like that, and you go, Ah! Yes, thank you. I see. And then I can say, OK, good, good. If you are leaving today, very good. You got it. But I wonder. So, sorry to interrupt. Thank you. Okay, thank go ahead. Now. <laughs> and uh, mm. comes good to all to say that um, at the same time also identity is playing, and uh, in a moment uh, in social interactions, something can uh, can uh, come up, and the sense of 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 all of a sudden um, to do something comes, but then it it disappears. It says. It says no way it can uh, it mm. can maintain itself and something can come. That, that actually happens. It's like that. It, it it in your in your way it happens like that as you're saying. Yes. Yeah, so it, it comes, yeah. mm-hmm. but then then it leaves and uh, and it's just this being, and it's 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 um, what word to say, some kind of uh, stabilizing, maturing, and then uh, and then. Uh, Yes. Okay. Because it's your last day, I have to be especially. Okay. Yes. So um, you say sometimes it comes, and uh, it meaning the mind comes with some stuff, you know, like yeah, well, you know, you're leaving and you didn't quite get it or whatever, you know, the usual stuff it goes on with, no. Yeah, you didn't quite make it, and now you're leaving a bit early. And not saying in your case it could be whatever it will say. And you say it comes and it leaves. It goes by itself. It goes often by itself. If you don't give it too much attention, if you don't give things attention anyway, you don't even notice or report later that they came and went. They become superficial to you, like many things throughout today. They come. And if they don't get your attention, they just quietly dissipate and they go away. And later on this evening over dinner, somebody talked to you about these things, you have no recollection of them. If they come and they stir up personal identity, then you feel troubled and feel anxious and feel, what am I doing with my life and all this type of stuff. Then these type of things, they will stay with your mind a bit more. It's fair enough to say this, isn't it? We're just recapping over things like that. So you say, I'm just checking with you. Yes. No, that the, the things they come. Sometimes identity comes and it plays. Yes. You know, and uh, but you you say you I see that it is identity playing. Yes. And um, before I jump on that horse, I just stay formless. I just I I don't get pulled into that shape. Sometimes. 
some old habit is still of 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 the feeling of getting pulled. Yes. But then also uh, after a while, it also it's just. How long you get? How long is after a while? I'm going to be a little bit like this. How long is after a while? Because yesterday I was speaking with Daniel. You here? Daniel, Daniel is one, the other Daniel, two Daniels, one. <coughs> so this one is in, was in the lion's den yesterday with me. So this Daniel, I asked because he said sometimes he came in the mandir in this place, and he sat sometimes for nine hours straight. He was sitting with Mister Mind. Mind was not. His mind was in here as well. I'm not going anywhere. So the mind loves the mandir also. <laughs> Who won? Who won? When you come in here for nine hours, you say, "I sat in here, and uh, you know, just focusing, focusing, and the mind was just." And three hours later, seven hours later, who won? <laughs> what would you do if so persistent is mind to be making some inner noise inside? That even after such a long time, and all credit to you for for sitting it out, because it's something where you're just waiting for the mind to finish. Where we're asking mercy from my mind, please, please. This is my dear. <laughs> or you tell him get out, and he says, Mm-mm, "No, I'm staying here." Did it happen like that? Or. If it happens in such a case, is there any option for you to to be in your natural state? Are we at the mercy of the mind's play? This is a question for everybody. I'm putting it out like that. No, no. So you say from time to time, mind come, and of course we all understand that there is a time when even for an awakened being, mind may come also. There is just that moment. Just that moment, and he comes. <laughs> it said in the temptation of Christ in the wilderness, he says, forty days and forty nights he went there, and he wasn't being tempted for forty days and forty nights. But during this time, it said that the devil came to him and tempted him. Why tempted him? Well, can you be tempted unless you are temptable? So you had to get over, you know. The devil didn't come and ask him uh, things that were easy. He didn't come and say, like, you know, you know, what's the name of your mom? No, he didn't say that. He says, "You're hungry, aren't you? Yeah, you're hungry. Why you don't turn those stones into bread? Because it is written, you see. You can do this." But Jesus did not take that bait, because he would have been caught up in that sort of struggle. So he answered him with scripture like that. He answered, no. Then at the end, having transcended um, the temptations, it said the devil left him for an opportune moment. What did it mean? Okay, you got this one, but I'll be back. When? <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you. When you're feeling low, uh, when you're not feeling well. When you've had a little bit of a, a, a funky email, 
you don't like, he's going to come, he's going to talk to you again. And uh, I want to know how you're going to do about this. You're leaving today, so I'm just yes. assuming it. Yeah. And that really um, resonates. Uh, at the same time, there's something is still in the system that is temptable, like uh, mm. that something can come and then, uh, and then it, it, it can have this energy for for a bit. You regret that. This energy. The, this this possibility. No, it's it's. Uh, there's some quiet joy also in that, in uh, in uh, mm. in. Um, it shows that there's still something, something to, something in uh, to have a look. Mm. So it's, okay. it's good. So you call it a joy. So it's good. It's good. Not always uh, full pleasant. Well, we understand that yes. as long as you got the body, the vital force is moving in the body, and you're conscious that the potential for some thought activity, for the arising of personal identity, is possible. No? And that when it comes, we are not to go, oh no, don't be complaining about it, but use it actually to develop spiritual muscle, if you want to say that. Get stronger by these things, you see. And come to understand at a certain point, no? when you are strong enough, you will see these things that the mind's seeming attacked is actually. The mind is working for you. It's helping to show you where you still have some, you know, stale fish in your pocket. You will still come catch you. No? When we are new, so to speak, it will feel like the mind is such. Oh man, it's so terrible. You know, it's coming always saying these things. When you become more aware of yourself in the truth, then you see you use the mind also. He goes and he finds the things that are still personal, and by now you'll be uh, thankful because you say, "Oh look, he, he scans for me to find where I'm still weak," and then he told you, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Oh, good! I need to take a look at that, isn't it? Okay. And uh, in this comes still a hmm. prayer that uh, to be absolutely fully. Absorbed in you and uh, beyond any quality of or attribute or any state of waking state, dream yes. state. But you experience that already, no? You know that state, the natural state, when you are totally, totally empty of any definitions or description. You know it or not? Empty, yes. But waking state, uh, when goes, there's a gap in experience. In, uh, in say again, like. Um, is empty inside a waking state. Mm. But let's 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 confine it to the waking state at the moment. Conquer the waking state first. Tell me what happened. And in the waking state is your because you cannot do it in sleep. Okay? So in waking state what is your victory? What has happened? Have you reached that place of total the doubtless state? It's just it's just being. It's just being and uh, uh. there is no one to understand, or someone understanding is already a step out, a step out from it. Could you say that again? There is no one that need to understand this. If someone would understand, it's already this understanding would be a step out from this 
this is already just just here and uh, and uh, yeah until no this is it's just here it's just it's just so it's here now also yes it's just it's just this just so this so be be in that place that's what i want to yeah you're saying that this is uh, this you have realized already and we spent the last 10 minutes talking about the, the fluctuating states Please, I want to know that this is a, your natural state, which is unchanging. Yes. That's your true state. Yes. So, what have we been talking about for ten minutes then? Hmm. Maybe there's. Hmm. Why are we talking about fluctuating states? Because they come and go, they come and go. And okay, let's do the last couple of minutes about fluctuating states. They come and go. Everything that anything that you perceive externally or even internally, externally as everything on this side of the eyes, everything that you see, uh, you cannot sustain unbroken, Connection with anything, it comes and goes. Everything is just like clouds passing for you, experientially. Internally, in the realm of feelings and thought and uh, imagination and uh, memory and so on, that is also shifting clouds. Do we see this though? All right. The, the, so the outer and inner things, wherever there is, there are shapes or names and forms. They are coming and going. We're not cursing that. It's, it's natural, isn't it, that they come and go? And we are not looking at do they come and go? Is there anything that's ever come and stayed uh, in terms of your perceiving? Have you heard this too many times, and you're just getting bored of what I'm speaking? Okay, so once you know that, once you have confirmed that whatever I'm perceiving, whether they take the shape of feelings or thoughts or images, there's nothing that's steady here. Everything comes and goes. Has this been your experience or not? Yes. Okay. Is there anything that does not come or go? What is, what is that? Huh? Yeah, I'm just here. Just this. Yes. I exist. I am here. Yeah. Is that enough as a knowledge for you? Someone said, "No." I want to hear from you in a moment. Oh, is it enough that we that that is your fundamental conviction or your the outcome of your introspections? That you know that which does not change. Does anybody know it sufficiently to know that when this body falls, it is still here? Does anybody know that? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to check in on you.
Does anyone know that our true self is impersonal also? And that the play of the personal also is a cloud happening inside you, the impersonal consciousness. And that uh, this, in some way, all these kind of forms and functions in its own natural harmony, somehow, without you putting them in place and trying to keep them harmonized, are you juggling the world of your personal life and the planet and others and the Supreme, are you a juggler of them or what? This is what I want to check in with you. Because if you know these things deeply, then what is our trouble in the life? Are you merely a dropout? Do you say that the world is just a dream, it's all rubbish and like this? Or thankfully we still have families and relatives that you have to go and move among them. And uh, how strange are you in their company? <laughs> are you walking around as some angelic being and stuff like this? Or can you move in your natural life in a, in a perfect kind of, if you don't want to call it perfect, at least with some kind of synchronicity to the extent that people are curious even sometimes about not everyone, because even if you're an angel, some people will not accept you. Okay, but uh, that you find that your your ability to live happily does not depend on someone outside of you. Can we say like that? Yes. That the world cannot make you unhappy. Am I talking with somebody here? Yes. Yeah. So unhappiness, your state of happiness or unhappiness, is an internal affair, mostly. Of course, if many people are coming to you and telling you, we don't like you, we hate you, that's going to have a feeling and an impact. Is all of that stronger than the truth you have discovered? No. We're okay with me talking with you like this? Because he's leaving, okay? I want to see if you're going to go into a hostile world or not. Because it could be that in some places there's no there's no time for stuff like this. There is no energy, there's no empathy, there is no patience, there is no respect even. It can be, no? That it seems in some places there's not so much respect for someone who is patient and who is deeply considerate, who doesn't value you know, money over life. Someone who, you know, I'm sure you're not uh, so isolated that you don't know these things. Sometimes we go back to the place where you've come from, and you find that sometimes people have not moved on. Five years, no real change. Also, hmm. Okay. So, are you happy today? Yes, um, it's very good. Really content. It's uh, mm. yes, it's, it's it's like this slow release of 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 such 
contentment and joy and just uh, just being. It's okay. Really. Helpful. Any any last words now before you go? <laughs> I've been particularly pushy today. Huh? I love you very much. I love you too. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Where are you going? I will go to Finland now. To Finland? Yes. Ah. Okay. Good, good. It's cold up there, no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But you guys are used to it too. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very good. <clears throat> Who needs to come here right now? Okay, come then. Let me see you now. Thank you very much. Thank you. Most my journey with you was um, mysteriously through YouTube. Yeah. Every time when I have the questions, the answers appeared. Mm. I cried, I laughed. The ego was dying, waking up again. I felt it was I was awakened being, then not anymore. <laughs> so the process of some years now. Three years. Um, now we moved here to Portugal. You came to live here? Yeah. Ah, okay. We are just in Parada Grande. Ah. And, um, yes, I heard about this place. Come. Yeah. Just a little bit there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm here, of course, because part because you are here. <laughs> and, um, when I met you uh, first time uh, personally in um, in the market, mm -hmm. I have no questions. I felt that mm -hmm. I'm here. That all know. But somehow this uh, particular month have it lots of challenge, like um, I see that it's like when I'm home, I'm in bliss, love, joy. I, I sense that. I, I live that. I see it. But what I experienced that, what observed the mind, or the ego we call it, I see entities. I see different beings. It happens to me 10 years ago that I started to see things. In me, when you say different beings, what do you mean different beings? Like different faces, like um, demonic or like possession things. And um, mm. I've been working with some medicines with it and looking for help with it. Some in in your normal day, in your normal day, you're encountering beings like that. So, yes, it's uh, one of the main. It's strong one. 
which is appearing again and again, mm -hmm. and trying everything to pull me out of that silence. Yeah. And now even physically, I feel lots of pain here that's even paralyzing me. Mm -hmm. And I'm working as a carpenter, mm -hmm. and that's what financial part I'm taking care of for my family now. And um, yeah, of course, it's bringing the worries. You know, how do I making it? I need to work and mm -hmm, make it. Mm -hmm. But I see it's it's something in me is just also have um, fighting with it. Something inside me is still fighting with these beings, mm -hmm. or I would call maybe devil. It's like I, it's like a mm -hmm. tank. It's um, mm -hmm. I saw it in the Maoris do this or Kali or. Uh, Aztecas, there is, a, and so in different traditions, there is this with a tongue, you know, mm -hmm. a very strong, aggressive uh, being. Okay, does anybody understand what he's speaking? Yes. Is there anybody who don't understand what he's speaking? Okay. So, ah, okay. I'm tired, I come here to die. Mm. <laughs> To you, it's the first time I came to satsang to you. Yeah. I'm so happy and so grateful. Yeah. I just feel like to chop that head and burn it out. I tell you <laughs> some way also that uh, here, um, because of course there are places where there's uh, some people are given that particular work to do to drive out these energies uh, like this uh, in a, in a very very dynamic way. Here also it happens sometime, but uh, one thing I want to say, because first of all, these things do happen. They are perceived in different ways. We have different words, we have different ways of expressing this type of thing. But almost for every person who consciously chooses a path of freedom, liberation, awakening, whatever name, salvation, whatever way we want to call it, deliverance, whatever, meaning that you choose to be free in this life. You have a love for, for discovering God, or if you want to use the word consciousness, it's all the same, actually, but you know, whatever it is. But you want to... If I can put it down to one thing, meaning to transcend the ego influence. Because almost every human being, for a while, what we know as ourself is what I call ego, meaning that the the sense of yourself is deeply personal. There's a person living in here, and nothing else. This is the reality for billions of human beings. Their uh, strong belief that who I am, that when I say I, it's something personal. If you listen to the conversations of people talking, and I did this and I believe and I don't want and I think and next year I I I me my my, it's all based upon the identity of something personal, for a long time. As soon as you begin to make your first step into awakening to a deeper understanding, a deeper experiential truth of yourself, you find that resistances start to come. It's almost like your mind. You start. You begin to recognize your mind as a force, rather than your mind is you. You understand this, no? At first, for a long time, people think your mind is yourself. What you think is just what I think. That's who I am. 
But as you begin to uh, discover that mind and its energies and its ideas and identities are observable, and to that extent you can begin to experience a separation in terms of that you are the one who is witnessing with these energetic plays that we call the mind in the form of thoughts and judgments and fears attachments and and all of these things are functioning in your existence then there's a, a stronger desire to overcome them to be free of the limiting grip of the ego on our lives and there begin a kind of inner struggle and everyone everyone uh, also experience uh, this thing Yesterday, I don't know who I was speaking. Who was I speaking to? I was speaking to someone who was talking like this, and you know, yeah, I don't know what's happening, and I'm just, it's just, I, I've got to stop. I've got. Who was I speaking with? Do you remember? Yeah, I was speaking to someone in Kasanyama. I was speaking. Blah, 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 blah. I said, Do you know who you sound like? Who is speaking and saying, "Oh, you know, it's just like my mind gets so strong, and I know I'm not it. I know I'm not this, but it gets strong." I said, "You know who you sound like." You sound like the Buddha. You sound like Anandamaima. They say spoke the same way. At some point, they were also kind of uh, struggling and oh, and the mind oh, for a while. These were the birth pains to freedom. That's how it sounds. But mind tell you no. It's just you. It's you. You are not chosen. You're overlooked. Bad luck. Next life, maybe. <laughs> Whatever it is, because something is susceptible to believing in these type of things. So when you speak now and you speak and you say, "Yes, these things, they come, why? Because something inside is waking up to the truth of who you are. And there are forces, contrary forces, working within the system, the body-mind system. Some force is working to keep your attention and your your emotional and mental and physical energies just in a personal way, day to day, troubles and all these different things. Something is working to keep you in that mode of existence, full of promises but unfulfilled promises. And there's another force within you. That is a liberating force. It is moving for higher. It's an evolving force. It's moving to higher ground of consciousness, moving more into the realm of the God, the divinity, and like this. And as soon as you begin to wake up, these forces become much more alive, much more uh, 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 de- detectable, discernible for you. And can you bear it? You see, because for a while it will be like this. And here you are being pointed to the most direct way, in fact. The most, why I say the most direct, most all-encompassing way? Because I am pointing you that you are the witness of all of this. These forces, whether they are demonic or just psychological, they cannot intimidate what you truly are. They can only intimidate the idea you have of yourself. They cannot possess 
you as consciousness, but they can possess your sense of personhood, because although a person is also a form of consciousness, it is the weakest link in consciousness, in the human expression of consciousness. I want you to know this thing. We can live as a person, because on every layer of consciousness, there is a world that lives there. It's almost like each plateau of consciousness, there are various layers. And the higher you go, it's like a whole field of it works in a particular law there. And they go higher and higher, purer and purer. The more you somehow are recognizing your true nature, the more evolved the consciousness is functioning to higher and higher realms of consciousness. Are there these forces there? Yes. Sometimes in the beginning you may find that you are fighting with them in a much more tangible way. In the waking state, you are you know you are dealing with them and you know feeling headaches and like tiredness and you can't do things and contrary voices in your head and so on. And as you evolve and become more mature, they become more subtle. Have you noticed like that somehow? They become more subtle. When you beat them in the waking state, they go to dream state. They, they, it's like you are, they are pursuing you in some way, but when you catch them, they start to go more refined. And no matter how refined these energies go, you are subtler still, because you are the Self. I told you from the beginning, you have the advantage, because you are already the Self. What is the disadvantage? That you don't know that. You are not aware of what we are. You see, what is our evolution of consciousness? Are you becoming? Are you becoming? No, what is becoming is always changing. You are being uh, rather than becoming. And so what happens is that these changeful states, we are always once you have identity, you think, oh yeah, I wish I was a bit more like this. But it's still another state. The overseer of all states lives where? It's you. But by the time I'm referring to this you as you, you're beyond the field of phenomenality. Do you understand what I mean by that? Phenomenality means that everything that's appearing and disappearing and coming and going and whatever kind of like beings that are coming, they are all phenomenal, meaning that just like they can appear in a dream, they can appear in a waking state. Waking state also, I have told you once, that every day we wake up from phenomenal sleeping, but to be truly awake, you must also wake up from the waking state. But the waking state is already awake. Yeah, it's already awake in the mind, but it's still dreaming because you still take yourself to be an object. The body is also an object. The consciousness is in the body, but from the position of consciousness, the body is also in consciousness. Is it too much to say this right now? Okay, okay. What is happening here? is that somehow these forces are playing here. But who are they playing against? Who are these voices speaking to? 
they are only speaking to your person. If they can catch you personally, they have power. They cannot catch you impersonally, because they have no power. Please understand this, and put it to look at it. You can only be caught by these energies, if they manage to pull you back into the shape of a person. The person has history, the person has memories, the person has desires and attachments, the person has fears and insecurities. This is kind of like compost for these energies. You understand? We are not meant to live as persons forever, okay? The person is only a sort of a, a passage, it's, it's only a phase in the life of consciousness. It must overcome the person, become more impersonal. Impersonal means the mind will tell you impersonal means that, whoa, there's no fun, you're just kind of like this. That's not true. It means that even where there are emotions, they are refined, they're more pure. There's no hatred there. There's no desire and deep attachments there. And because we have become accustomed to these energies, you feel you cannot live without them. But as you are experiencing and discovering the truth of yourself, you feel that you are always more and more happy being the truth of yourself. So these energies, you speak now, they are appearing inside the body, and like this. Many years ago, in the early days, it still happened, but not as much in the early day. I remember one time, first one girl was at college when I was teaching there, and she would come up to me one day, and she started. As soon as these energies began to manifest, it wasn't like that at first. It was that um, I'll explain because this girl, when she first came to me and she said, "Oh, teach," I was a teacher at college then. And she come and can't give me a hug. And when she gave a hug, I gave her a hug. Hi, darling, how are you? you know? And then after she would release each other, I'd feel this energy going here, up here, in my back, from my spine, going right up, coming up here, into my head. It was like I knew I hadn't done anything at all. This energy came, and it was like, whoa, like really tight. But I did not want to say anything to her, because I just said, God knows best. That was my attitude. God knows best. And what happened, these energies would stay for about 15 minutes, and they would just go. It was happening all the time with different people. Some people, they come and they hug her. So even just looking, and I'd take things, something comes inside this body like that. And it happened for many, many, many years like this. Why am I telling you? Because it is not unlike what is happening there, but if you simply offer it to the Supreme, offer it to God, offer it to consciousness, or you continue recognizing that you are the awareness in which these forces they appear and they dissipate, the clouds are passing, that's all. If you hold on or stay as the formless, more and more, I'm speaking to the Sangha and say, stay shapeless. Don't go into shape. Do you understand the power of this? When you don't go into shape, your consciousness is working just as good, but you're not taking some posture. And it's like it's like trying to attack space. 
There's nothing, there's nothing here. And yet you're totally here. It's a mystery you will know through experience rather than through thinking. I would like to see you after a bit about that. If is there anything more you want to talk about this thing? If you if you prefer to talk after this, what, not to what, talk, not to ah, talk. Not to, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I would thank you very much yeah. for this. Uh, yeah. I, what I notice, yes, it's been like that. The more I merged or marinated, how you say, mm-hmm. that self, mm-hmm. I could see and perceive that. They're going, yeah. transform or like transcending. Yeah. And I felt it always more liberation and more liberation. It's, it, it seems like the more I went to silence, and I perceived it, stillness, beyond no time, that the material life manifested more speed of time. <laughs> for See, me. Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, that's. Um, well, second child, <laughs> working as a carpenter, earning money as a self-employer. Um, so day by so day. So you're saying that the more that your the consciousness become much more subtle, more empty, more spacious, more silent, like this, mm-hmm. the more the manifest life you seem to get more intense. Speed up, yeah, more intense. And um, and now what I exactly the weakness, what is I see now. That's when it's you know in construction. Sometimes it needs to be fast and done, yeah, and this. Yeah. And there is sometimes people who are. Yeah, you know the thing is the thing is don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thing for you. Don't worry about it, because these energies are using your worrying yeah. to attack you. Yeah. If you find that you're having a child now and all these kind of things are happening, just uh, just just let things happen, and you stay as you are. Don't worry, but why is this thing happening now? No, no, the baby's coming and all things. No, don't worry about that. For you, you stay in this place and then you'll come to see that life will take care of life. Yeah. This is a very important thing. Uh, otherwise, if you worry, there's no yeah. end to your worry. Yeah. You stay like this and uh, continue working. This thing will go also, that will go. But uh, just continue to be as you are. Um, Somehow, these things come because you have made the right choice. You made a choice for freedom, and so you are going to have to go a little bit through the valley of the shadows of death for a little bit, you know. And it's it's part of your growth and your deepening, but it will become suddenly something will just, and some elevation will happen, and it seems that tiny and when they kind of go a bit higher again, it happens for everyone. So uh, they don't have any hold on you. It's just they will try and use. It will appear like these energies are using any sense of weakness in you. They'll go to that place. You know, they'll go to that place. It's like you're moving in life. There are a lot of uh, 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 viruses and germs in the atmosphere. But if you're healthy, you don't know anything about them. But the minute you go a bit weak, they they move in like that. It's just these are only. Um, uh, phenomenal things. I would like to, to encourage you: don't be too much worried about phenomenal things. It's not a modern phenomenon to have trouble of this nature. It is as whole as human being. 
you're going to get these things and your mind you know pick up and why is this happening to me and I try to do my best or don't worry about that become very very empty inside and uh, deal with things as you can but don't worry about anything you'll transcend them very easy don't feel that you know you've been overlooked by life and uh, you know why me why me you know like this you know? if you say why me you must say why me Wow, what did I do to be so generously blessed in life? Yeah, but no, why me? No, why me? I mean, you know, wow, how amazing. How amazing is your life when seen with true eyes? There's nothing is wrong with you. But you must see with pure eyes and pure mind. It is not the world that determines your life. It is your own heart that determines your life. If your mind is pure, if your heart is pure, you will be very grateful. Say, Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. What a blessed life! You send me exactly the problems I need. <laughs> of course, you might go, Huh? Because you think, Why this problem? You see? We are never going to be happy about any problem. Okay? It's like I say, wherever a mosquito bites you is always the worst place. You understand? You know, wherever say, wow, here, whoa. But wherever your problems come, you just feel like, oh no, this is the last thing I need. Don't have this attitude. It's okay. Say thank you. Okay, thank you, thank you. I can't figure out why it is here right now, but uh, it's okay. Look at the wealth. Look at the wealth I'm living in. Look at the wealth. You're young, you're healthy, or you're old, you're healthy, whatever. <laughs> you know? I have some room for a bit of problem. I have some room for a bit of problem. It's okay. We need actually need some problem, you know? Because your being needs the exercise. To, to develop your powers of discernment, and you need to, difficulties to produce your best. See your difficulties as a gift from God, not as a curse. That they come because of the power that, that will come out through them. Is it good or not? Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. By the way, we have lots of mosquitoes. <laughs> you have a lot of mosquitoes? Yeah, some some are missing from here. Could you send them back? <laughs> uh, we have something for that, you know. They they put this thing inside the water. It's quite organic thing, uh-huh. and the mosquitoes apparently uh, amazing. You know them, no? Like you know, Amita sitting next to you. She will. Amira sitting next to you. Amari sitting. She will tell you. Uh, there's this thing. You can get it. It looks a bit like uh, dog poo. And uh, like a, a, a funny donut, and then you put it inside the water. And am I making this thing up? Don't, don't some of you know it? We have somebody knows it here. Anybody knows it? So show me some support. Thank you very much. We'll get some for your land. Can I come to you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, very nice, so good, so good. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you.
feels like I made it. <laughs> yes. And you can come spend some time a little bit when you can. No? Mm-hmm. I'd love to. We'll see to it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's much much. Okay. Okay. Where are we now? Can I see you for now? Yeah. Thank you, Guruji. Thank you. First of all, I want to say I love you very much. Ah, and thank you for, for everything, for all your help and pointings. Ah. Um, I want to bring something to you, because in my experience I found that uh, whatever I bring to you, it dissolves in light speed. It all feels It like dissolves in light speed. So for me it's the easiest way to, when I bring things to you, to, ah. to fall away. Ah, okay, I see. You said before to the first uh, questioner, um, you asked not you asked in general all of us, is it clear that when this body falls, mm. uh, you're got, you are the conscience and you you, you always are, you know? Mm. And um, I had this experience, uh, like a spiritual experience, twice recently, so which I didn't process, but uh, in Zimar, while I was eating, there was, in the dining, there were some quotes of you passing by. So there was one quote, I don't remember the whole quote, but just a few words that says, uh, it was saying the dissolution of uh, the person into consciousness. And as I looked at it, it's like, like bullet, you know? Yeah. And uh, it triggered this memory of this experience that I had recently. So in my experience, it was, uh, it was. It felt like a death, you know, also of the physical body. But uh, although I knew that the body most likely will survive, you know, it was not. It was not uh, in danger the body, but it felt like this. Yeah. So, in the moment, my experience was. Um, um, so the sensation of the body ceased to exist, although I knew that the body was fine. It was fine, but mm. I didn't feel any of the body. Mm. Uh, I could observe like consciousness and identify as consciousness the mind playing like a tape, saying irrelevant stuff, like just like a tape, mm-hmm. like gibberish. Mm-hmm. And there was also the person, which I identify still from time to time, that it was going crazy in the in the potentiality of completely dissolving. I was observing all this as consciousness, but my my attention. Uh, for moments, I was identifying completely with the person, mm. the, but I could still observe. Mm-hmm. The moments that I was identifying as a person, um, it was so big the fear of this complete, because it was very potent. Mm. As consciousness I could see in the moment, it was very potent, very possible for me, uh, very possible to, for the person to completely dissolve. But the person was going bananas, like this example that you give, like uh, in the bathtub and the sink, mm. and the water goes in. I felt it felt in the moment as a person. It felt like this that I'm, it's it's sucking me in, and it, something was like it was doing anything just to drug, you know, just to escape this. Yeah. Uh, and in, I, I was observing this, and my attention was identifying in and out of personhood, mm-hmm. and. Um, this happened twice, but in the end, you know, 
it was so strong, the person, which I could see, the mind and the person is something different. It's not the same thing. And um, I then I couldn't do it as I was the person, of course. Of course, I ca you cannot dissolve as a person. Mm. It was by the grace of God the moment that came. And uh, I realized that I cannot do anything as a person to dissolve. And I just want to bring it to you. But there was a great fear of completely okay. vanish. Can we talk about this is for everybody now also? And I would like that you, you, you listen like that, because this is pertaining to everybody. Um, it will come, because each one may come back into the original Realization, in subtle different ways. No? But it all has the same kind of quality. No? What she is speaking now is that, as the, uh, she was observing, that because uh, I gave example, many examples I give because it's a universal thing when it comes to those who are whose time has come for an awakening to take place, we can experience it like that. And she gave an example that I will tell you again what this example is because it's very relevant to what we're speaking. I said that many years ago in England, you know, we have lots of baths is more popular than showers in many places. Now it's changing, of course. I remember once coming out of the bath, having had my bath, and we in in Caribbean we use a flannel, and we soap up the flannel, and you you know you use your flannel, and you you know you wash with your flannel, and then you get in, and you're sitting in the same water, by the way, you know, and you okay, and then you you wash, you wash, wash. Now you take you get all this thing off, and it feels nice. A bath is a beautiful thing. When you need a really good soak and whatever, no? so now it's time to come out and you come out of the out of the bath, drying off the towel outside the bath and watching the water is going down now because you pull the plug out to let all this water go. You know now I've come now since being here and we're having half a bucket showers and stuff like that. I said, wow, what a waste! I mean, like so much water. <laughs> Anyhow, so this. This I'm looking at this uh, this thing this day, and the water is going down, and I could see that it has all this old soapy stuff and all that stuff on it. It's not the most pretty picture, okay? But what I'm noticing, the water is going down, and the, the the bath is long like this. The hole is here. You see, everything is going down here, and I see as it's going down, I could see the all the stuff here is moving slowly towards the hole. The hole is here. So the way down here is just going like this. Here is going like this. Here is going like this. Here is going like this. And here, right over the hole, is going like this. And just at the hole. No, you know what I'm talking. No? So I'm watching this thing, and it's you know often these things for me they become physical metaphors for like realization because it everything starts to almost show you how the universe is actually. That's how it happens for me. And I'm looking at this, it's going down, and I saw, wow, this is like this. It's like all this bath represents all the beings in the on earth. No? And here it is now. This hole is like going back to the Supreme. No? Okay? Like that, no? Okay. And here all the beings are in the water of life, in samsara and water, no, no, like this, and they're bouncing. The way down here are the beings who are least interested, the more materially conscious, you know, 
material conscious mindedness. Here they are already feeling some pull, that the life is pulling them towards something. No? Here they definitely feel that there's a life is pulling somewhere. Here they're feeling, yes, it's my time is coming, my time is coming. And right here there's just like Okay? And so I'm watching and I say, this is just like the story of life. Like all the beings, we all some people know they don't believe there's a hole. <laughs> Over here. Over here, they don't believe there's a hole. We're just kind of ha ha. Here we're kind of feeling, you know, I'm kind of feeling my life is changing, you know. And but here it's going like wow, you know, like man, things are just moving so fast. And here it's like, you know, like wow, you know, it's just getting ready for your darshan, you know. And then here, got it. Okay? I was looking at that. And then I say, right over the hole, you know, I could imagine there is the the hole in the hole, there's like a kind of cross there, no, like this, no? And I could see that it represented in my mind like the beings who is standing over the hole like this. <laughs> okay. So the, the water is going down and there are some beings <laughs> like anything to stop going down there. Okay? You know these beings? Okay, so that's how I would I don't waste my time. I mean I, I I'm I learn from everything. So that's it, yeah. So what she's speaking now is like there is something that happened that uh, there's this feeling when you come to this time, something is transforming, you're coming home because you chose. It's like when consciousness chooses you, you also choose you. But then you find that the mind, an aspect of the mind, of the psychological aspect, not the total mind, but in the, in the play of identity, that part comes to challenge you. You see, what's left of you personally? So that's the part that's going, you know, like whoa, whoa! I'm going to die. I'm going to die. It's looking. I'm going to die. And then I say to such a being, when you look down into what looks like black hole, you know, see the face of Christ or Ramana or the Buddha there. Then you can ah, let go into it. No, but it's much more dramatic when told by the mind. When experienced from the heart, it's pure joy. It's pure joy, you know, and it's not like you know. So this is what is happening. Something is changing, and she, in this experience, maybe sitting down, contemplating, meditating, suddenly the the it stirs up the sense of one's um, mortal existence. This is a mortal body. But the immortal is the one that's the life in it. Okay? It's the mortal body, the immortal is the one in it. The mind is just a sort of a way, an energy that comes from the immortal to play in relative existence. Now he's playing as a person. So what happens is that for many people, when it comes to this level, this stage, there's a feeling like, I'm gonna die. Because for most people, their reference is their person. You understand? Your reference is your personal existence, your history, your family, your roots, your desires, your your certificates, all that's your reference. Is there anybody whose reference is consciousness? I'm asking. Yeah? Huge difference if your reference for yourself 
is person, or if your reference for self is consciousness. If your reference for self is a person, it will feel like, I'm going to die, I'm going to get sucked into this thing, and I'm going to die. And people do go to the doctors, actually, in Alentejo. They go to the doctors, and the doctors say, There's nothing wrong with you. It's in the mind. The sense that the personal, uh, the personal sense is diminishing. The power and influence of the ego self is thinning away, and it's being read like a kind of dying. Do you understand this thing? For the one who is aware, self-aware, it feels like it's a liberation. What for some people is a death, for others is a liberation. Can you understand this thing? Yes. Yeah. So here, there are some people who feel like you know, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying, and actually nothing is wrong. It's just you're suffering your concepts. I tell this thing here. There's one master, Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj. He was in satsang just like this in Mumbai some years ago. And I told this many times, a young man said to him, Sir, can I speak? And he said, Yes, speak up. And the man said, You know, I'm listening to you, you speaking so often, and I trust it. I, 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 I hear you, you touch my heart. But I must be honest today, and I must admit that in my case, I'm always experiencing suffering. And the Master said, No, that's not true. You are not experiencing suffering. You are suffering, you are experiencing. Remember, the guy said, I am always experiencing suffering. The Master says, No, it's not that you are experiencing suffering, yeah? it's that you are suffering, you are experiencing. He gave him back the power, the choice. If I am experiencing, there is nothing called suffering, there is something called pain. But suffering is about an attitude inside, who you take yourself to be, and you're meeting life like a victim. He says, No, you're suffering your experience, meaning you have a choice to not suffer it. And what is this choice? It's seeing it from the place of consciousness. When consciousness becomes your reference, all things you can bear. I've longed to share these things with you and to hear them drop inside your heart, to fill them inside, because they are so powerful. One of these little pills, yeah, is a super multivitamin spiritually. May you understand that? You say, Whoa, you are released from so many things that you feel in the mind is playing, you know, it's very dramatic, very dramatic your mind. Huh? And uh, it it makes a lot of uh, you know um, uh, this um, create a lot of this kind of drama, you know. It's the uh, I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's a very Latino mind. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, fire, fire, and it makes a lot of oh, and it's, well, it's nothing. It's nothing. Actually, it's nothing. It's nothing. Okay. So this thing, as soon as you're watching from the place of consciousness, 
you see the noise. Actually, you said actually, I can see the noise that the mind is going. Ah, it's like a banshee. And then at the same time, you say, I can see where from my seeing place, energy is going into identifying with that. Okay. Yes. Once the energy is going from your seeing place to identifying with that, the gap is closing up. You're feeling, whoa! I'm actually in the actual. I'm in the surgery room now. I'm actually in there. You see, so this is very important that you pay attention to your experience in that from the place of the weakness, the detached weakness, because you can be an attached weakness. If you are an attached weakness, you are only this much distance between you. If you are the detached weakness, it's like you are looking, observing the sky, and it's not troubling you like that. The attached weakness is meaning that you have strong identification with what you are seeing. The detached weakness is empty. The more empty you are, the more things are seen with greater distance. You can observe their disappearance without any sense that you are experiencing any pain at all. Some people leave their bodies without any pain at all. It's attitude. Some people call off sick for the day because they break their fingernail. Attitude inside, as you are looking from the place from where you are empty, the drama quietens. You can feel the transition, you can feel the, the, the elevation of the consciousness to some extent. Even if it feels that the consciousness is expanding, you will still see that, that is, even that is phenomenal. Who understands what I said just now? That even if the consciousness itself feels like it's expanding, eh, it is watched from a non-expansive place. Why? Because the limitless cannot be expanding. Who understands this one? Who can confirm this one? Not the same number. Okay. All right. So you get what I'm speaking. What we share and what you see, you're a very good candidate for that because you say. When we look together, things fall away. When you look together, not just you hear them in your head, and your head says, Yeah, I got it, it's really good, but you actually confirm, you look and you stay with it. Did he say? You may go and check with a brother or a sister, you know, did Guruji say that like it? Huh? He said, Yeah, totally. Wow, thank you. That's how you should look. To stay with it. To stay with it. <coughs> Everyone here is detoxing spiritually, meaning you are being detoxed from the ego identity. In the beginning, we are not sure if there are some good things about the ego we should keep. Okay, so rather than look to see if there's anything in the garbage bag you want to you want to keep, actually, just look from the place of the emptiness, 
if there is anything you want to put in there. Okay? Two ways we can look. One is to keep looking in the ego to see if we can find some, you know, some overlooked coins or whatever it is. No? We can look like that. Or you can look back into the emptiness, into the, the immensity of the space and the peace, and see is there any junk you want to put in there? Does it need something from the ego mind to put in there? That's more quick. Because if you're looking for something in the ego, you're going to see something shiny every now and again. You see, but when you check in, you see, but nothing needed. Nothing needed. I'm coming to you now. Um, I just want to say. Um, that experientially, experientially, I saw that uh, the death of the physical body is like the ultimate surrender to God. You know, because I used to have in the past this fear, you know, of not dying, of dying, and of not dying alone. And in the moment, I saw that even whoever is next to you, even your your closest, your most beloved person is next to you. This is a journey you have to let go and to surrender completely to God. I saw this at that moment that you have to let go. This is a journey. If to yourself. You want you want go a good good experience, an example of this? Be conscious of this every time you go to bed in the night. Yes. What's different? You are surrendering into total uh, no control. Isn't it? Whatever you have, big fat bank account, problems here, everything here, you're saying good night to the world, my world. Okay? That even your beloved sleeping next to you, uh, you cannot take them in that state with you. And we are going into that state every day, except for the insomniacs, where we have a different talk about them. We are going into that state every day. Why don't you go there feeling, oh, I've surrendered everything? Because you do. You have to surrender everything. It's just that you're not doing it consciously. Do it consciously. You're going into bed. You're going into a no mind state. You're going into a no person state. I'm not talking about dream now. You're going into no person state. You're going into a timeless place. We're seven and a half billion human beings. They say, contemporaries on this planet. Hmm? Everybody is going to bed in the night. They have to go, and they have to surrender their daily existence. Everything that you own in your waking state is not there in your deep sleep. Not even your name. Not even you are there, personally. Isn't it a wonderful metaphor given by God <laughs> to say, yeah, if you use your mind properly, you can see this also. Hmm? Because the one who is going into death is not experiencing necessarily. It depends on the quality of it. No, they are also leaving everything. We are leaving everything, but mostly for a time. Because some people go to bed, don't wake up at all. Sorry, and I don't want to frighten you. <laughs> but uh, some people die going to other people's funerals. I mean, we don't have any kind of guarantee. I won't die today because I'm actually on a pilgrimage, you know. No, you it can happen any time. Okay, the attitude is great 
if you can feel keep checking in because whatever outer circumstances there is if you're inwardly your reference is consciousness your unconsciousness all is fine all is fine it's not a panic about life you hope you're always thinking about consciousness just in case no 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 it's your joy. And in fact, very often in a waking state, you are just a consciousness until you pick up some thought and some thing which takes you back into ego identity very often. And not every thought means ego. Sometimes you have to think practical things and you know, I mean, it's like that. This whole world is a thought of God. Thank you, Guruji, very much, and uh, I'm very grateful um, for every experience. For every experience I'm, in my life, I'm very grateful, and uh, I wouldn't change anything. It, it was all needed. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father. Yeah, but for every experience, are you conscious? Yes. You see what we call experience. What are we calling experience? The functioning of perception. The eyes are open. Somehow something is seen. That's an experience. Yes. Or, or is it the things that we press save? Because that's a good one. Or the things that you that you cannot forget about because they are so strong. Um, from the place of consciousness. Whatever has been experienced, perceived, and so on, your eyes are open. The senses are working. You know, is that are they collecting, experiencing? No, it's just one flow. One flow is there. Like eyes are open. Nothing is going on in your brain. Sometimes you can perceive life like a, a, a camera without film, without SD card, just looking. Hmm? Not exactly, because a camera is a very um, inanimate object, and consciousness isn't. No, so you're looking like that. At a certain point, you all are experiencing more emptiness in the waking state. Is true. You know that for many people there, from the from the moment the consciousness arises in the morning, it's like their minds are in gear. It's like almost no shutdown. You are experiencing greater periods of emptiness and silence, even in the midst of activity. Do you know what the blessing that is? There are some beings who are experiencing unbroken peace. Is it fair? Yes. <laughs> I want that. I want that. No, is it fair? Is it possible even? Yes. Yeah, that they may even have some waves of some, you know, some things may come, but it's not scored so highly. It's it's okay. There's room in the infiniteness of consciousness for every sensation to come through. It's okay. All the clouds that have passed here has not removed the sky. In the same way. All the sensations and thoughts and stuff they come. When you are conscious of your sky nature, you know, 
then you can bear all these things. They're not, you know, you don't have to even control them. They don't touch that which is. Have we reached that, so to speak? And even to say, have you reached it? You being what to reach it? Other than the space itself, reaching the space. So these are things that a mature sangha or a sadaka, they are giving deep contemplation to this, to wash out the noise, any fragments or remnants of the personal identity. Just they look at the place where their consciousness is pulled to look. They are not going around searching with a searchlight for things to look for. The consciousness automatically brings the, invites the attention to look in a place that needs looking at. So you can relax. It's not that you know, oh my God, I'm on duty. No, it happens very spontaneously. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Very good. Many people put their hands up. Have you found that in what we have shared, your potential questions have been answered? That's important to see. When we share things in a universal way, it means that even the person with their personal things gets solved in that greater seeing. Why? Because we are not trying to solve things this, 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 but we're trying to remember who you are here. Who you are here. When you recognize who you are here, all your little problems they, they are gone. Why are they gone? They were not really there in the first place. Right? And also the one for whom they exist is also gone. Isn't it funny? The problem exists for the one who has the problem, and the one who has the problem also is imaginary. When you are back here, they don't exist. Yes. Yes. Now, is it what's the right question? Can you stay here or can you leave here? Ta-ta! What is the right question for me to put? Can you stay here? Did you reach and you get to the top and you're holding on? Can you stay here? Uh, or can you leave here? Both not. Both not. Ah. Okay. Explain, please, to them why you cannot. Uh, stay and why you cannot leave? <laughs> there is no explanation. This is just like it is. No, no. <laughs> you have to give me something more than that today. Danny, where are you going? Germany? Leaving but not leaving. <laughs> I hope that's not all we taught here. No, clever advice. I love you, Danny, so much. Yes. You are going to? I'm driving. Okay. 
You're driving. You're... Okay. <laughs> Anybody else while we're here before we finish up? I want to hear from you what, what it means. Why is it, I say, can you stay here? We are here. Did we arrive here? No. No. We are here. We are here. We are here just freshly now? No. I, maybe freshly I remembered. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Can we leave? No. Why? Because I remembered. And when you forget? I can't forget. Well, we hear that, don't we? But when people speak very often, it sounds like something has been forgotten. Uh, can, can I say something? Yes, this? yes. Uh, I'm always here, and I'm the emptiness, and I'm a projection field, and I act according to the projections. I am always myself. I never came here, I never leave here, I'm always here. So some people, people, persons, agree with this, understand this, experience this, and some people don't. Mm. And those people don't, I'm the obstacle in their life. And I play this role very, very good to be an obstacle of some people's persons. You play an obstacle deliberately? No, <laughs> I can't be deliberate. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks for I could right. say this. Yeah. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Yeah. We need to just again uh, uh, reconfirm because I don't want that what you say in here only exists in here. Is this a localized experience? Is it a universally consistent uh, truth? Because experientially, based upon our life in personhood, it feels okay to say we reached here, because that's how the person experiences things. I, w I left and I arrived. I went to this place, I did this thing, and I got that thing. You see? So it's in the language itself of personhood, no? Because language necessarily um, is an expression of duality, isn't it? No? So we're saying that, yeah, okay, now, ha, 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 ha. I am here. I got it. I got it. Who got it? Just to not say that the language is bad, but at least explain it in such a way that your words are true. I got it. I got it implied two things. The thing which has been received, that's been caught, and the one who has it. Can truth be like this? Why? Because not the absence. Huh? 
because you, you, you are this. Nevertheless, we have the feeling that we have become separated from this. Can you try again? Toilet? Not allowed. We are going to go there. Sorry. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm? So is it just an innocent remark that yes, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, or does it live on in a kind of duality inside the mind? I think yeah, I got it, and then I see you later on. And say, oh no, I lost it. Oh, geez, I lost it. Can that be true? You see, what does it mean? You know, you arrive here. Hmm? Did you reach here, or is it that I love what uh, was just been said just now? Hmm? Ramada just said that uh, I freshly remembered it. It has always been here. I have always been here. But because when I say I, it has so much history, it has so much person. We, it feels uncomfortable to say, I'm always here. So usually when we say, I'm always here, it has a tail which is a person dangling down here. Okay? And this person, uh, that tail has to be cut. Or we just disregard it. It's an appendix or something. Okay? Uh, so we must see this though. Are we getting somewhere? Is it worth talking about this? Because it comes over and over and over again. And we are not learning just to put right words to our delusions, but to really look and see what really happened. You see? Where when I see you sometimes, why should I not be able to guarantee you? We go anywhere and they say, you know, how is your Sangha? They're fine, man. I check in with you. How are you? You've been with me three years. What about this one? What about that one? What What is your reference for yourself? Do you see why I ask this? What is your reference for yourself? Is it who you were yesterday? Is it your idea of yourself personally? If I ask you, you know, who are you? I, do I am going to get a historical report? You're going to show me your resume or something like that? Who are you? You see? And would the words by themselves be enough? There are some beings who, if they just give the word, the word and their realization combined is so powerful, their words have this no doubt. And it's not because they are good at believing, no, they are clear. They are clear like that. There is only awareness. There is no one being aware. Only in practical life we speak, and we must continue speaking also. It is okay. The problem is not here, it is here. 
if you are resolved in yourself, the life, your life expression will find a harmonious way. You can be with anybody. In fact, when we are awake to the truth of who we are, you are compatible as a universal being with every nation, every race, every religion expression. Not that you've got to go and you've got to know how they perform, but in your heart you have no judgment. Because you are seeing uh, and understand the universal consciousness and its localizing of its expression. It's it's good like this? Yes. Are we finding it like that? Yes. Are we finding that as time goes on there's something more universal in our behavior? Even if you don't have to demonstrate that, you're more fair with people, you're more open, less quick to judge, you have less time for gossip and more just choosing silence over this. That when you speak, it has a power, it has a, it has relevance. Just like when a fruit is getting ripe, it becomes more soft. As your being becomes more again to its original nature, something soft about you. The aggression, the hardness is softened up. And it's not because you know you've just become bland. No, more sweet, more pure. Can we spend a moment like this? Just to just like when you have been eating food, you stop, relax a little bit, let it just find its place. But consciousness does not need it. The pure consciousness, the dynamic consciousness, is always going to be moving like the mind. It's creative, it's dynamic. But its own source, when I say the pure consciousness, or the pure awareness, absolute awareness, unmoving, you cannot apply terms like growth and change and evolution to the Supreme. Can we verify? Blessed are you who can verify, not out of merely intellectual conviction, but from experiential knowing. Is pure consciousness waiting for something? No.
May I ask you, is it a state? No. No. Is there any legitimate reason why you should not be totally awake? Is there any impediment? Are you in the right place? Now you are in the very exuding the very perfume of the absolute awareness. Are you aware of this now? This perfume is peace. Silence. Total contentment. Bliss. Emptiness. Unbound. Limitless existence.
This is your natural state, free of the bondage to ego. This is your natural state, uncontaminated by personhood. Is it a possession? Can it be lost? Can it be shared? It can only be recognised. This is why I call it a non-phenomenal recognition. Meaning, not wanting recognizing another. It simply is. Can it wear off? Can it fade? Can it reject you? Is there any next for the pure Self?
Michel says, there is not even now. Does anybody understand this one? Yes. Now means some concept of now. The Self is not an instant of time, nor a mode of time. It is timeless. Don't let mind tell you, you know, you are very close. Or it can say, you are very close. But will you purchase this thought even? Because many people have these things such as, you know, I've still got a long way to go. Even in moments like this, um, people have come afterwards and say, Yeah, you know, that was nice, but I still got a long way to go. And my answer is, okay. I can't go with that. I'm sorry, I can't go there. Thank you. Can we have some Somebody playing something today?
by your grace I feel your love in every living being Blinded by your grace I trust in you must Whatever comes Oh Master And every day is true Because we're one and all And the all is only you So thank you Muji Baba Thank you Guruji Blinded by your grace You have made us see Papa Ji Ki 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 Jai Ho Papa Ji Ki Jai Papa Ji Ki Jai Papa Ji Ki Mujibaba, 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 oh Mujibaba, 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 oh 
baba, mudi baba, mudi baba. something from this, the um, Ashtavakra Gita, yeah? And uh, this one is a bit of a long one, so I'll just read just a few verses from it. It speaks of the Self, and the sage is speaking like this. He is approached by one uh, seeker, student, who says, O Master, tell me how to find detachment, wisdom and freedom. So the Master answered and says, Child, if you wish to be free, shun the poison of the senses. Seek the nectar of truth, of love and forgiveness, of simplicity and happiness. Earth, fire and water, the wind and the sky, you are none of these. If you wish to be free, know you are the Self, the weakness of all these, the very heart of awareness. Set your body aside. Sit inside your own awareness. You will at once be happy, forever still, forever free. You have no caste, no duties bind you. Formless and free, beyond the reach of the senses, the weakness of all things. Therefore, be happy. Right or wrong, joy and sorrow, these are of the mind only. They are not yours. It is not really you who acts or enjoys. You are everywhere, forever free. Forever and truly free, the single weakness of all things. But if you see yourself as separate, then you become bound. I do this, I do that. The big black snake of selfishness has bitten you. I do nothing. This is the nectar of faith. So drink and be happy. Know you are one, pure awareness. With the fire of this conviction, 
burn down the forest of ignorance. Free yourself from sorrow and be happy. Be happy, for you are joy, unbound joy. You are awareness itself. Just as a piece of rope is mistaken to be a snake, so you are mistaken for the world. If you think you are free, you become free. If you think you are bound, you become bound. For the saying is true, you are what you think. The Self looks like the world, but this is just an illusion. The Self is everywhere, one, still, free, perfect. The witness of all things, awareness, without action, without clinging or desire. Meditate on the Self, one without two, exalted awareness. Give up the illusion of the separate Self. Give up the feeling, within or without, that you are this or that you are that. My child, because you think you are the body, for a long time you have been bound. Know now that you are pure awareness. With this knowledge as your sword, cut through the chains and be happy. For you are already free, without action or flaw, luminous and bright. You are bound only by the habit of thinking so. Your nature is pure awareness. You are flowing in all things, and all things are flowing inside you. But beware the narrowness of mind. You are always the same, unfathomable awareness, limitless and free, serene and unperturbed. Desire only your own awareness. Whatever takes form is false and temporary, only the formless endures. When you understand the truth of this teaching, you will not be born again. For God is infinite, within the body and without, like a mirror and the image in a mirror. As the air is everywhere, flowing around the pot and filling it, so God is everywhere, filling all things and flowing through them forever. Amen. Thank you. I don't think it's something that needs to be discussed. I think everything that needs to be said has been said. Um, and the poem that you just read really resonates very much in my heart. <laughs> For the last week, whenever I have sat in Papaji Cafe, there is um, a picture of you, and there's some words saying something like, I can't remember the exact words, but something like, the one that you are looking at is the one that is looking at you. And I was reading it and reading it and just... It just doesn't sink to my heart. 
I understand here that doesn't bother me, but it doesn't sink to my heart and I want to see. And it really hurts that I don't see. I don't know if it's a person speaking in that way, but I really see the discord that comes from not really seeing um, the basic connection. Thank you, that is awareness of whatever we are. But I, the truth is I don't really see it on a heart level and it really bothers me that it doesn't sink here. And Say the saying again. I can't remember the exact words, but it's something like the one that is looking at you is the one that you are, or, or something like this. Or the one you're looking at is... Uh, you remember anyone how it is? <laughs> are you all making it up and guessing and stuff like that? We want to see the exact thing, what it says. Anybody? Yeah, go on. Okay, finally. Guys, <laughs> is that what you're doing with my teachings and everything? My God. Okay, here now, go speak up. Sit on. Yes. The one looking at you is the one looking at this picture. Yes, okay. The one looking at you, okay, because there's a picture there of uh, Muji looking out. So there's a sense of a connection. Yeah? So as you are perceiving, it says the one looking at you, the one looking at you, which you assume to be Muji looking at you through the picture, is the one looking at this picture. Is the same one who is looking at this picture. What's so difficult about that? <laughs> huh? The one looking at you, because you're in front of a picture and it says, Ah, now Muji is looking at me. Yeah? Whatever I take him to be. Yeah. But the words I help you, the one who's looking at you, the one who's looking at you is the one looking at this picture. Mm. The one looking at you mm, is the one looking. It's the same as what I said of St. Francis, no? He says, What you are looking for is where you are looking from. You say that this, no? Saint Francis say, the one that which you are looking for is the very place you are looking from. We are looking outside to see something, to find something, you know. Or in this case, we are searching for truth. In Saint Francis' statement, we are searching for truth. What you are searching for, or what you are looking for, is already the place you are looking from. You got that one. But this one you don't get. I just don't know why it doesn't. It's not here. As I'm, sorry, I don't know why, but it just, I don't have the experience of it here. And I have um, the best way to describe it. Usually, a reasonably good connection with the sense of a heart or seeing in that way. But I don't truly see. And I, and I read it again for me, please. The one looking at you. Stop. Who is the one looking at you? Say again, sorry. Who is the one looking at you? I see, I'm sorry to say, but I see mainly a body. I do see mainly a body. Okay, the one and looking at you. Form. Okay, or the one looking at you. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Is the one looking at this picture. Yes. Now, let me put it like this. The one looking at you, from my way of putting it, the one looking at you, uh, so is already the one who is inside this body, who is aware even of you as a person also. The one who is even inside this body, the one who is looking at you, which you perceive is there, is the same one who is inside there, that knows yourself personally, and the one who is looking at this picture also. Can, who is this one? Is it personal? What do you want me to do now? No, nothing at all. I, I don't need you to do anything at all, but I just wanted to, to say it out loud, because I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed about the fact that it's not sunk to my head. No, you're good because you are contemplating it. Maybe some people say, oh, yeah, that's kind of clever. Let's sort of post it to somebody, but they don't, don't, don't understand it themselves. How do I know that? You have taken it on, you are contemplating it. If something is going, wow, that's why it's not dropping in, I'll go and check with Mujib about it, with what you have done. Yeah. And, and I guess the only thing I would ask is whenever you have the opportunity to pray for me and for whoever else feels it would be good for them, just to help us to drop in that way so that we see it when, uh, when is the right time that we can see. I thought you all just did I and sat, still I, do. I tell you, when you were doing that just now, I was sitting there going, I'm not truly feeling this. That's why I'm standing yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. I have to be honest yeah. about it. It doesn't help to be quiet about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't feel it. <laughs> You're aware of the one who is saying, I just, I just don't feel it or not? Now that you just said it, yes. Okay. Then be that awareness. If you are the, the awareness in which that one apparently is saying, but I just don't feel it, I'm just being honest, is also seen. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that voice and that self image is soon passing like a cloud. What remain? The one who said, oh, I just don't see it. Sorry, I didn't experience it. <laughs> <laughs> But you are here, so where's that one? Or which one? The one who was saying, I just don't. Oh, you mean yesterday? Oh, uh, I don't know. And you who is saying, as that one from yesterday, I don't know, also is soon also passing like a cloud. Does anybody understand this? I know it's not, in a sense, in, a wor- in our world, what I'm saying doesn't sound like common sense. It doesn't, because in a way, why would it be like that? I'll tell you, because all human beings, uh, when we, not our fault, we are going to say why, that something, consciousness, is here. Consciousness is inside a human being as well. Actually, a human being is consciousness. But consciousness, which has been distorted to believe that it is mainly the body, and the conditioning that arises for the body. We can believe many things about ourselves, and whatever you believe about yourself, you become that. I have a saying, and the saying says, the world is not what you think it is. You agree? Yeah. The world is what you think it is. Both those statements are in the same one saying, the world is not what you think it is. 
the world becomes what you think it is, or is what you think it is. Is there some way in which you can understand these two statements? Yeah. So what is it saying? That there is no world that is fixed. Your impression of the world is only a subjective impression. No single thing that exists, exists with one fixed meaning to it. The meaning of a thing is in the mind of the perceiver of it. Therefore, some people may say, Wow, look at this road, so beautiful. And they say, No, it looks a bit bleached out to me. Somebody can say, you know, Look at this road, it's so delicate. I mean, it's so delicate, the, the colouring. And somebody say, Yeah, it looks like God ran out of colour in that one for me. <laughs> right? Can you say that this one is wrong? No, you can say, No, it looks like this to me. You say, It looks like, if you say that's what it is, this is just something got to run out of colour. Oh yeah. They said, No, can't you see that it's how exquisite? You can peel each one of these and look how beautiful the orb and each of these petals is completely unique. Who had the time to make each one so unique? You see? Or this is really beautiful. Nah, rubbish. What's the real meaning of it? The meaning of it is in the mind of the one who is perceiving it. The rose doesn't know it is beautiful. The beauty of it, or the ugliness of it, is in your mind, in your, in your way of perceiving. So therefore, I say that if whatever you think, the things become like that for you. Therefore, great is the one who does not fill their being with thoughts. In fact, they come to appreciate everything for whatever it is. And what is it? It's whatever it is. Right now, I'm enjoying this. Yes, I enjoy this. I'm not enjoying it. Okay, I'm not enjoying it. No problem. I'm not saying what it is. I can say what it feels like for me. I cannot say what it should feel like for you. Isn't it? Can we say the same about awareness? Can we say awareness? Don't believe in it, mate. <laughs> awareness. A load of rubbish. There's no such thing as awareness. Can we say? Of course you can say. Of course you can say. Consciousness, what else about consciousness? What's all that about? You can say whatever you like. It just makes it so for you. And also for the moment, because you're constantly changing your mind like you change your clothes. Why to take anybody's thoughts so seriously? Please tell me. You've been campaigning for all this time, campaigning for something, and then some time passed, and people meet you and say, Hey, George, hey, what's happening? So, how does the Greenpeace thing go? You know, Greenpeace? Do you say green peas or Greenpeace? Oh no 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 man! I left that long ago, man. I'm sort of like I'm, I'm, I'm working for Shell Oil at the moment. <laughs> I mean, people change all the time. Okay, you show me someone who has never changed. 
who can stand yes this has been like this for all my life it's not true and yet we all behave in the moment like this is my permanent me this is how i am always i'm just saying we are entitled and free to adopt different thoughts and different concepts but you cannot say these things are eternal if there's something to be found that's internal and someone believes that that is worth discovering i think you have discovered that and it is not a concept it cannot be so it's a, it's a, it's an excellent example that you speak yeah i didn't quite understand that then we put it in another way saint francis's statement what you're looking for is already the place you're looking from not everyone gets that the first time they think wow what does that mean whoa 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 there's a mind bender here what i'm looking for what am i looking for i'm looking for oh, yeah, i'm looking i'm looking for well whatever it is i'm looking for is already the place i'm looking from i'm looking from the very place because i'm going to find it in my mind somehow also or if i'm searching for truth what i'm searching for what i'm searching for is already the place what i'm looking I'm looking for truth to find it out there when i find it i find it right here that's what he meant by that and that saying was meant to be like this always i'm as much as possible i'm trying to point you back always uh, to the limitless these will be the conversations i'll have with you i will always remind you that you are the awareness and that i won't fully accept you for being less than that okay so that is our connection that's why you don't like me <laughs> very often <laughs> okay thank you thank you thank, thank you thank you thank you